1: and it kind of just started it happening It's almost like i just finished going through a meditation session i feel like like you know when you when you hit that first joint like in the morning and you, like, i actually feel a lot more um awake Yeah, I think um, you know. I guess the the critical part, which um, was the dog.
0: Yeah, from one um, of our early calls. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, I'm I'm guessing that's unless there's more than one critical part. I don't know, but. Um, I have definitely been feeling a lot of, uh, you know, self-judgment from simple things like, you know, I didn't get in the ocean all summer. And, um, you know, I only only live like 20 minutes from the beach. And normally in the summer, I I try to go as often as possible. And um, so I was judging myself about that, you know, even though, I, like, intellectually, I know, well, I was dealing with my mental, you know, health issues. And a lot of days, I just didn't have the energy or whatever to get out. And, you know, it's like one thing to be dealing with all that, but then to be judging myself on top of it, um, you know, kind of, I guess, that's what came up when we were meditating, like the shame, for you know, not not having my shit together, you know, as mm. some people might say, um, of being able to just do the things that I would like to do. And...
0: Okay. Yeah. So that's a part that you'd like to understand and change your relationship with. Yeah. Okay. And where do you notice that in your body or around your body?
1: I feel it like in my mid-chest, kind of a, a little bit of a tightness and a little bit of tightness in the back of my neck too.
0: Okay. I know that you are, you often have pretty in depth visuals. So, see if you can just turn towards it more and see if there's any other ways to flesh that out and see uh, what that looks like. Okay.
1: Yeah, I think similar to before, you know, before I think it was like rabid dog Mm -hmm. type. Um, And it feels a little more like horror movie type creature. Um, I don't know, maybe a dog, but something with really sharp teeth. Okay.
0: Okay. And as you notice it and focus on it, how do you feel towards it?
1: Kind of scared.
2: Yeah.
0: So, see if you can ask that part of you that is scared if it can step back a little and allow us to get to know this part in this conversation. And so, see how it reacts. Okay. okay.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Okay.
0: And how do you feel towards the part now, the uh, part with the teeth?
1: Curious. Okay. Anything else? No. Okay.
0: So, see what you can do to let this part know that you're curious about it and see how it reacts to that. Okay.
1: It's surprised and kind of softens a little.
0: Okay. Try asking it what it would like for you to know about it.
1: like, my job is to scare you, um, but like, scare me into doing things, you know. Um, I think it's like a scary clown.
0: Hmm. and how do you feel as you learn that does that does that message it's sending you make sense
1: kind of i'm not really sure why yeah he needs to use that tactic um
0: Okay well I'll, you could just go ahead and ask okay. you could ask why or you could ask what would happen if if he didn't Okay.
1: it's like that's what he knows it, um, it's bringing up like drug campaigns and that kind of thing where where scare tactics are used um to try to say get keep kids from using drugs or whatever you know that um, right that's the only way that it knows to try to get things done
0: yeah and is there is there a specific fear that it has something it's worried about um you yeah why does it need to scare you at all what's it protecting you from
1: Okay. It's kind of looking up. Um but I I get the feeling that he's referring to my dad, like protecting me from a giant monster. So it's like he has to if he can if if he can keep me online, then maybe the monster won't. have a reason to hurt me yeah,
0: yeah. does that all make sense to you yeah Okay. so just let that part know that that makes sense to you and okay. try to show it some appreciation for its intention to keep you safe okay
1: I'm reminded of some dreams I've had. I had in the past about sharks. Hmm. Um, I don't know exactly why it's reminding me of that other than like it's scary um, and sharp teeth. Yeah. Uh, but in the dreams. Yeah. The sharks would be in a pool, some type of pool or Confined water space. Um, and I think I was supposed to like jump in the water with them or something, but I was really scared, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> jump in the water with sharks. Um, I don't know why that's coming to mind now, but.
0: I wonder where this part. Where it would fit in? Is it the shark or? is it the is it the thing telling you you need to jump in, or does it have any insight uh, into its own kind of role in that in that scene?
1: Yeah, I think maybe he's trying to protect
0: me from the shark. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because you're talking about this feeling of supposed to jump in with the sharks. Um and he's saying he's protecting you somehow. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering where he, where he is in that scene, but just curious.
1: Yeah, I'm curious too.
0: You might just try asking if there are other parts of you that he's protecting. Okay.
1: Yeah, I feel like he kind of put his finger to his lips like shh and then tiptoed over to a door Um, they opened and it was like almost like the inside of a train car, Um, but just one of those... uh, that just carries uh not people but like whatever the, what's the word um, anyway just a dark empty room with you know a, a little girl who it seems like she's been trapped there like being held captive yeah
0: And try asking this part what he would think about you contacting that little girl, how he would feel about that. Okay. He seems a little
1: hesitant, but
0: he's okay with it. Okay. You know, we don't want to push past, so um, does he want to say more about that hesitation and what we can look out for?
1: It's like he's guarding the, you know, whatever the room is. Um, And maybe the, you know, the telling me that, shh, maybe that wasn't for, because of Little Girl, maybe I think that was, don't like, don't disturb the monster that can come back don't wake it up yeah
0: yeah okay does that all make sense to you
1: yeah so it's like don't be too loud you know don't don't cause a ruckus to draw attention yeah yeah
0: how old does this part think you are
1: like a teenager
0: yeah yeah go ahead and update it okay and let it know that your only your only intention and your only plan here to contact the little girl is to help her and and help him Okay. And that you just want to do some of your healing work that you're able to do okay. with the little girl, and that okay. he and that he can put his foot down and say no, and and, and you know we'll, we'll respect we'll respect that. Okay.
1: Yeah,
0: he's okay with that. Great. Just show him some appreciation for letting you, for showing you all this and for, yeah, being willing to to work with us. Okay. And check if there are any other parts that have concerns about uh, working with the little girl. Okay.
1: I feel like there's um, kind of a motherly or grandmotherly energy or a part Um, like a sweet old grandma saying, you know, worried that I'll worried that I won't be gentle. Hmm. Um, yeah. Th- who's feeling protected. Okay.
0: Um, yeah. What would you like to, how would you like to address her?
1: Maybe thank her and tell her um, that that I share with her her you know the what's how do I say it like the importance of needing to be gentle and yeah. careful and kind.
0: Yeah, sounds great. See how she reacts to that.
1: Yeah, she's happy about
0: that. Great. Good. Okay. Well, if there's no other parts with concerns, then I would try to make contact with that little girl. See if you can get close to her and let her know you'd like to get to get to know her and help her out. Okay.
1: It seems like she's chained. Like she's sitting on the ground, but her arms are raised up and kind of a little, not directly above her heads, but to the sides. And they have chains around, she has chains around her wrist. And she's... Pretty bad shape yeah,
0: and how do you feel towards her
1: i feel i feel sad i feel a lot of i mean i feel compassion definitely i i feel her like sadness and suffering mm-hmm
0: See if you can let her know that you can that you see her situation and that you are compassionate about it.
1: She seems very weak, um, yeah. like physically weak, and she um, appreciates my compassion, but also doesn't, you know, feel, she doesn't really feel hopeful like that there's any help for
0: her. Yeah. Might try asking. Um, well, you could ask just about that, about about maybe her, where, about her hopelessness, and yeah, where that comes from, or or just more about that. Okay. Okay.
1: She's been there a long time. Yeah. I get the sense that she's like a teenager, you know, or a, either like a tween or a teenager, someone there. Um, she's been there, you know, so long that it's just kind of beaten any hope out of her.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess I would. Let her know that your your interest is in is in helping her get out of there and okay. and enjoy being herself and being who she wants to be and how she wants to be okay and then maybe ask um Ask her to show you about her experience while while she's
1: there, or what um, what experience?
0: I think I think both both either you know either the experience of whatever she's dealt with that, you know, that she wants, that you should understand and that she wants you to understand. Um, okay. But also, you know, perhaps, perhaps just feeling distant from you is its own difficulty that she's dealt with. and and mm. And just hearing about that might be important too. Yeah. So just let her know that you have the time and you have the compassion and curiosity to 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 hear about all of it, and that you really want to understand it. Okay.
1: Yeah, so I feel like she was a part of me that was playful, and um, she got, you know, exiled or banished um, because she would get us in trouble by being playful. Yeah. And I think that while she's been there, it has been just it has been more of an isolation and, and kind of starving.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: but not necessarily aggressive, you know, violence. Right. Right. Does
0: that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay. See if you can let her know that, and um, yeah, how how are you being with her now?
1: Um, I've been like sitting facing her, but I think I think she'll let me hold her. I, I have to. To undo the chains first. Yeah.
0: You might kind of along the way just keep asking if she, if that's what she wants. Does she wanna Does she wanna be closer to you? And how does she feel about joining you and getting out of there? Okay.
1: Yeah, she wants
0: to come with me. Is there more that she wants you to know about her experience? Um, is Is there any hesitancy she has about leaving it behind or anything that we might be overlooking here? Okay. Is there anything she wants you to do for her kind of in that place or time or in the time of her age?
1: Well, it's interesting because she seemed, like I said, she seems kind of like a teenager, but um, memories that are coming up or from when I was much younger you know, like four and five, mm. um, of, you know, like when I, I colored on the wall, um, cause my dad said they were going to paint the wall. And so in my child brain, I was like, oh, they're painting it so I can color on the old wall. They're going to paint over it anyway.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, But that, you know, I got in big trouble for that. That one came to mind.
0: Yeah, you might let this part know about your interest in in working with the four and five-year-old part, too. And, you know, if that's something she's protecting or if she has more to share about that.
1: Yeah, it kind of seems like she maybe like sacrificed herself in in their place or something, but it did, I mean it doesn't really make sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I don't understand it.
0: Yeah, I think I I mean my intuition here is to keep doing the fact finding and keep asking for asking until you do understand it. Um okay. And if there are other you know if this is if 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 she's a teenager and she's pointing to a four and five year old, if that's a if that's a part you've already worked with um or not um, that'd be good information to get, but yeah, just understanding how her how she's wound up in that situation of of being chained up being not being able to play as a way of perhaps protecting the four or five year old would be good to understand,
1: yeah. Yeah, when I was when I was um, fifteen, I became religious, and which I think I've talked about. Mm -hmm. um, And I think I, you know, I also became pretty serious. Um. And before that, you know, before that, I think I also mentioned, you know, I lived in this small town um, where I did find, you know, my mom had, when I I was 13, my mom left my dad. So there were a couple of years where I was, you know, I wasn't living with him for the first time and I found some friends in this, you know, little town and and we did get to play and have some fun. Right. And probably that before that, it probably was like when I was four or five that I was able to play and have fun. And then Mm -hmm. like through elementary school, there wasn't, I don't remember much of that. and so maybe that that kind of came back to life or something in my middle school years when after my mom left my dad. And then I kind of buried it again, I think, um, after we moved again. And then I, you know, became a fanatic Christian.
0: Yeah, so like the 13-year-old had a chance to play and, and maybe that didn't go as, didn't go as you had hoped. It, it wasn't as, it wasn't all roses after all. And then this kind of 15 year old, um, took that, that religious route to put that back in the box perhaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I don't I don't know how exactly she was chained up, but it's just interesting thinking about that as a religious iconography. Mm.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't, I don't know. You know, I'll defer to you if, if it makes sense now to, to try to go towards, again, this kind of four or five-year-old part or how you're being with this teen part and, um, where it makes sense for you to put your energy now do you have any intuition around that
1: i think with the teen part
0: and and ask ask her too you know ask this part like What would feel right for it?
1: Okay. Yeah, she wants me to stay with her.
0: Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I guess ask her if she's, if she's ready to leave and, and where she'd like to go and show, show alternatives and. kind of worried I might we may have skipped a step though if there's anything else that she needs for you to do for her back in that time
1: okay yeah she wants me to like, scold or punish um, some of the religious leaders. Okay.
0: Um, you all right with doing that? Yeah. Go for it. Um, How does she feel watching you do that?
1: Happy, she likes it.
0: Good. Anything else? No. Maybe before you bring her to this time or wherever she wants to go, it might be good to just make a note, make a bookmark, leave some breadcrumbs for getting back to that four or five-year-old, which you know maybe we can do in this conversation. Um, but this part might have some special insight around this time of what that felt like and where that and where to go to get back to that. Okay.
1: It seems like she needs to be free yeah. before she can really address um, yeah. the younger parts.
0: Okay. So, where would she like to go and to leave that place and to be with you? Okay.
1: I think the woods, like um, maybe, you know, in my RV, Hmm. like in the woods, parked in the woods.
0: Um, Yeah, a little adventurous. Yeah. Can do some art there, I'm guessing. Yeah. Great. Well, take her there and tell her that she doesn't have to go back to that place okay You have her there. Yes. How's she enjoying it?
1: Good. Yeah. She she
0: feels safe. Nice. Um, ask her where she's carrying the pain or the burdens in her body, and see if she's ready to unload those.
1: like the shoulders and also the stomach and I think she wants to scream
2: hmm
0: okay let her do it until it's all out Okay, she's done. Great. How's she feeling now? Calm. Are there any other um, qualities she would like to invite into her body now? Can you give me an example? I don't know. Um, I would just ask her if there's anything she'd like to, to have more of in herself. Okay.
1: Yes, strength and energy. Yeah.
0: see if you can conjure a way to let her breathe some of that in or however that might
1: work. I can see her being, um, you know, coming more to life when she's being kind of silly.
0: Yeah. That's great. Now, if it's okay, um, maybe bring back that other protector, the one with the teeth.
1: Yeah.
0: And, um, Just show him that he doesn't need to protect this part anymore and that you have her where you have her and that she's with you now. Just see how he reacts to that. Okay.
1: seems like he's scared um like he lost her mm. and he's going to get in trouble
0: yeah um i guess i would suggest you know, asking him or offering him, kind of the same, that that he doesn't have that protective job. He doesn't have to do that protective job anymore. But that none of your parts are are leaving, and that you're closer with her now, and that you would like to be closer with him, and everybody can be closer. So. Okay. I ask him if there's something he wants to scream out or or what other role he might like to have if he's freed up from having to protect this part.
1: Yeah. It seems like he wants to... Come with us into the, you know, woods. Yeah. In a, and, um, turn, you know, turning from a scary clown to like a happy clown.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah let him know he, he can do that. And, um, I just try to show those, just try to do that. And you might ask what he needs from you in the future so that he can feel, can stay relaxed and stay doing that more, that that role. Okay.
1: think just to make sure that the monster doesn't find them. Yeah.
0: And is that something you can promise them and show them?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Is there more that they would need from you to to feel safe? Or to feel close.
1: I think that, you know, protecting them and then is spending time with them, playing.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, um, yeah, uh, how, how do you see yourself doing that?
1: I think, I, you know, just in my, like, regular activities, making it fun, making them fun and playful um, and not so serious. Mm-hmm. I wonder
0: if there's a way to kind of invite those p- parts very, um, very explicitly invite them to to give you ideas or to kind of make their wish lists. Um, I don't know that's just an idea I have about kind of get, getting my, getting 10 ideas or so from, from each part to of things that they would like to see, see me do or let them do or whatever. And just, uh, just having that, you know, sometimes, with really young parts, it's it can be some pretty silly stuff, but it's nice to just have and to know that that's where they are.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think dancing is one yeah.
0: way. Hey, you mentioned dancing a bit with me. Do you Do you get to dance much? Do you find yourself doing that?
1: Yeah, sometimes. Good. Not I. For a while, I was trying to do it every day, and then hmm. I, I don't know why I haven't been doing that as much. But um, when I do do it, I feel lighter.
0: Good. And maybe these parts have a suggestion for how to squeeze some more of that in. Yeah. I'll bookmark the four and five year old, but also, you know, if that's a part that you've, that you've met and worked with, maybe that's, maybe that's just part of this work is, is getting everyone up to, up to date on the work you've done. Yeah. Just introducing people. Was there more that you feel like we should do?
1: No, I don't think so. Okay.
0: Thanks for sharing all that with me and for doing all that.
1: Yeah, thank
0: you. Um, I look forward to hearing how your, yeah, continued uh, relationship with them goes. Okay. Sounds like they have a lot to offer. Yeah. All right. Well, anything else?
1: No. Okay. Thank you. Have a good week.
2: Thank you. You too. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Do you want to help bring more self energy to the world? If you'd like to participate in calls or help out with this project in any way, I'd love to hear your ideas. Join the Discord server, or contact me at james at liveifs.com. A huge thanks to our audio engineer, Zikri, for your care and diligence in editing the calls. To every caller for your courage in sharing some of your parts. And to anyone out there getting to know their internal system, keep going. Who knows, that might be the most selfless, helpful thing you can do for others, And you're the only one who can do it. If you'd like to see us reach the largest audience, we must please the almighty suggestion algorithms at iTunes and YouTube. And they don't care about the power of IFS. They're looking for likes and shares and comments. And the sooner the better. Follow the links in the show notes right here in your podcast player to make your wishes known. And now a minute of meditation, or if you prefer pull over, you can do it in 60 seconds. Just click one of those links. They're right there and give us a like or a five-star rating. It would really help. If you think this project is helping people, you're helping people by sharing it. Thank you.